What is self-love? To achieve a sense of peace, we need balance. Balance between work and play, between action and patience, spending and saving, laughter and seriousness, leaving and staying. Failing to achieve a balance across every area of your life can leave you feeling exhausted among many other unpleasant emotions, such as guilt. Here's an example of balancing action and patience. If you're the project leader of a final year university assignment and you catch a team member who you like on social media instead of helping your team, you may allow it to slide. If they do it on multiple occasions and you notice their productivity slipping, you may warn them that if it persists, you'll have to report them to the course leader. If they then choose to ignore you and continue their behaviour, would you feel guilty about taking further action? If you're a kind and compassionate human being, you may fear hurting their feelings and getting them in trouble. By reporting them to the course leader, they may have to face severe consequences that affect their final grade and that might have implications on their future. However, they're disrespecting you and ignoring your warnings. You may feel like they're taking your kindness for granted and you might worry that other project members will be disheartened if they see your lenience as favouritism. In this instance, if you're kind and honest and follow a fair process, you needn't feel guilty for taking further action. It's important to recognise that it's not unjust to let go of those who show no concern for you. As project leader, you can remember that you tried your best and unfortunately your friend chose not to respond. If you don't take action, you risk losing your inner peace, the respect of your team and harming your own grade. By taking a balanced approach, you can feel more at ease and avoid any bad feelings such as guilt. You demonstrate both action and patience. You can show that you're understanding and forgiving. Self-love is the balance between accepting yourself as you are whilst knowing you deserve better and then working towards it. So that's an interesting scenario, isn't it? I'm sure we've all got scenarios in our everyday life where we've got these things going on all the time. And a lot of us, I myself included, have spoken a lot about boundaries and having healthy boundaries. But often those boundaries are a bit of trial and error to put in place. And everyone's going to set those boundaries at different places, depending what resonates for them as an individual. But these sort of questions are really important to to ask because there's always consequences of only action but when you're giving it a considered non-emotional you know thought process like vex has just described there i think that's the best we can do and um, once you've made that decision accept the consequences and accept you've done it from the right place you can show that you're understanding and forgiving and also firm and authoritative the chances are that even if this student is upset by your decision, they will still respect you for giving them a chance. So what does this have to do with self-love? Well, the phrase self-love is often misunderstood. Self-love encourages acceptance, but many people use this as an excuse to remain unchallenged. In fact, self-love consists of two essential elements that must be balanced if one wishes to live a harmonious life. The first element encourages unconditional love towards yourself. The focus is on mindset. 
The truth is, you won't love yourself more if, for example, you lose or gain weight or undergo cosmetic surgery. You may feel more confident, sure, but true self-love is when you appreciate where you are and who you are, regardless of any transformation you aspire to. The second element encourages growth and the focus is on taking action. Improving yourself and your life is also at self-love because it means you recognise that you deserve more than settling for mediocrity. When it comes to self-love, think about what it means to love others unconditionally. For example, your partner may have annoying habits, but this doesn't mean you love them any less. You accept them as they are, and sometimes even learn from their flaws. You also want what's best for them. Therefore, if a particular habit was affecting their health, you'd support them in making positive changes. This demonstrates your unconditional love for them. You don't judge them harshly, but you do want them to be the best version of themselves for their own sake. Self-love is about applying this to yourself, having your own best interests at heart. True self-love can be present in anything that adds value to your life, from your diet to your spiritual rituals or the way you interact with your personal relationships. And, of course, a significant aspect of self-love is acceptance, being content with who you are as you are. As a result, self-love is empowerment and liberation. An understanding of self-love allows us to find balance between mindset and action. Without balance, we'll regularly stumble, fall and feel lost. When you love yourself, life will begin to love you back. The balance between mindset and action will enable you to vibrate higher. We'll explore this further in the next few chapters. So, I mean, self-love has always been quite, quite a triggering thing for me. Um, I don't know why it's been so triggering. I think I think self-love means something different to absolutely everyone you speak to. And I'd really love to hear in your comments below, what does self-love mean to you? And what sort of practices do you incorporate into your daily life to ensure that you do have self-love and that that's something, if you need to, you're still working on? There's so many things we can do in this area, and I'd really, really love to hear what's working for each of you, because when we see what's working for other people, it, it might really, really help someone in the chat. So please don't be shy in sharing. So part one, and I really hope there's at least one thing that you can take away and apply to your own life or to the lives of your animals. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And if you feel inspired, please do share with your friends and family. My goal is to inspire as many people as I can to live their best lives, to stay curious and to raise their consciousness and that of the collective. So to do this, I need to reach as many people as possible and this needs your help. If you feel drawn, would you be willing to share your favourite episode with five different people? This helps us spread the word and also helps me encourage some exciting new guests to take part in this podcast. If you feel drawn to do that, I would be very, very grateful. All the links and discount codes where applicable for all the products that I support are on my two websites, katherineedwards.life 
and katherineedwardsacademy.com. All of the products are personally tried and tested by me, my family and my clients. And finally, please do press the follow or subscribe button, depending which platform you're listening on. And above all, stay curious and stay free. 